I guess we're running out of things to goof off about. What day are you streaming? I'm streaming again on Thursday, actually. Oh, okay. No, this this the side the sign streamer. <laughs> yeah, I got a sign. I got a sign. You put it on the wall. The sign it says, "Don't don't make any loud noises. Don't bother me. And if you come in my room, don't say my name." <laughs> That's not out of spite or anything. That's just like a general thing you don't say on the internet. That's uh, just safety. Safety-focused individual. Not want anybody to know what her name is, except on this podcast. Which, speaking of... Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight! We are a family of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcasters that get together every Tuesday and or Wednesday to play a real play game of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. It's me, Derek. I'll be your dungeon master and my family, who all will tell you their names now. Merlin the Magician. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I look forward to this every week. I have nothing else to do. I'm retired. <laughs> it was it was also on the Young Sheldon show. He's playing Dungeons and Dragons, so we should have gotten more attention now. <laughs> and what about our young, super important birthday star? It's not my birthday. Hey, yeah, but we started this for your birthday, so it's still your birthday on the podcast. Yay, my birthday. Three birthdays in a row. Uh Oh, yeah, I'm Ghost Slinger, and I'm drawing Dream from Dream SMP. OMG, Dream. He cheated on his speedrun. Whoa! <laughs> Whatever all that means. Uh, I'm up on the lingo. I watched the video game Donkey, and he was talking about it. Yeah, people keep talking about it, and I'm like, it's over with. No one cares anymore. <laughs> no one cared to begin with, Chip Flake. Oh, pause for a sec. Now I'm Chip Flake! I'm the, I'm the cat! My, my She's cat? the cat! I'm the cat! That was really good. I think Chip Flake's the cat. I love Chip Flake. He's great, and he just joined TikTok. Chip mm. Flake's the cat, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Chip Flake's the cat. Yeah, I know Chip Flake. Well, he's actually a cat. Tiffy will tell us all about the cat now. What? I don't know anything about the cat. The cat? As in the cat, Tiffy. They, uh, from Red Dwarf. Rimmer? Rimmer and Lister and the cat. He was very stylish. He had a large wardrobe and was willing to cut off his own arm to take an extra shirt into stasis. What? It's a great show. (laughs) And who do you play on our family podcast? And I am Asharis, the ranger wood elf, who for some reason today feels a bit British. Did I miss anybody? I think I did. Wait, there's one more. Special guest. Yeah, it's me, Corm the monk, who's also a wood elf, suspiciously. <laughs> and and our best friend, our, our greatest friend from all the centuries ago. Yeah, we're best friends. I have very high wisdom, so I'm very wise, but I have an intelligence of seven, so I'm also very dumb. It's complicated. <laughs> He's smart, mate. We've known him for the longest time. I didn't do none of that there book learning. I got street smarts. Is that why he's not British? Exactly. Intelligence is knowing an oven is hot. Wisdom is not touching it. 
Mm. Ah, very good. All right, does anybody remember what we did last time we played? Oh, also, I should make a note. We went into heck. Tonight, we died in heck. Headed into Hades. Right. We answered me these questions three. Uh, the other side is he. Oh, yes, there was a riddle. See, we answered the riddle. You got two halves of coat, you know, and you're banging them together. together. <laughs> what type of swallow? An African or European swallow. Well, so we answered the riddle. Say me. And then we got a coin, and we used those coins to get on the boat and go across the river of death. Yeah. But I don't, I think the question was, the cliffhanger at the end of the episode. How do we get back? We don't have enough money to go back. <laughs> yes, maybe. We'll see how that plays out. So, it could be an interesting one. I feel like that was an oversight on someone's end. Yes, maybe the party should have thought of that. <laughs> I believe, mm, yeah, the party. Mm-hmm. I believe that the, uh, the riddle maker has... You know, heads I win, tails you lose us. What? Either way, we're dead. Oh, yeah, of course we're dead. <laughs> we die wherever we go. We did end off the episode with y'all making it across the River Styx into Hades. It was very spooky, scary ambiance. And you find yourself in kind of a chamber where... I've been playing too much Breath of the Wild, but it's kind of like Breath of the Wild. There's a bunch of hexagons that are all like various different heights. Nothing is quite flat. I am And hexagon. you have to... Cubert! It's a little bit difficult to make your way across this area, but you're still just walking through all these different hexagons. Yeah, like Cubert! Very, yeah, just like that. Random flashback. But the walls are like the hexagons go up to make walls on either side of you, and the cave and the cave across the top of the chamber that you're in is also these hexagons that kind of lift up towards the middle. And you can see way down this chamber, there is uh, an opening that is filled with a blue light. Breath of what? Blue. Like the blue light we saw from the ceiling earlier. Yes, just like the blue light that you saw from the ceiling earlier. It is... Drawing you in, as if, since it's the only way to go. A moth to the flame. That's the way to go. Hmm. We want to see what the blue light is. Is it, is it dark in this cave that we're walking through, this pathway? Well, it's got some blue light in it. And Merlin's got his staff lit up still. I can't imagine you'd have turned out the flashlight unless for some reason you wanted to. No, it's fine. I was just wondering if there's any extra light. Well, and I have to ask the question, is anyone going to draw a weapon? (laughs) I I, I got Betsy and David right here, (laughs) two fists. Hmm. All right, I shall be patient and gauge the danger, but I do have Blinky on, you know, high alert. All right. Making your way down this chamber, kind of hopping along the high points, of these hexagonal tiles that make up the floor and the pathway ahead of you. I'm seeing Cubert now. <laughs> Just like Cubert. Hmm. Asharis, roll a perception check. Oop, let me get out my D20 and put it in my TARDIS. Okay. Be good to me today, TARDIS. It won't. 14! Woo! That's semi decent. And I believe I have perception. 
No, he couldn't. I do. Oh, I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you could see the (laughs) total shock and awe. (laughs) I wish I could too, but she's out of frame all the time. I turned it over here. Can you see her now? That's okay. Now you're both cut in half, like some sort of weird conglomeration of people. Well, have you taken it up, up most of your screen? Let's see, maybe if I move me down here. Oh, I can't move people around freely. Mm-mm. It's stupid. I hate this new app. Nope. Can't see anybody. Make the screen bigger. Anyway, the shock was like this. She opened one eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally shocked. Totally shocked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Walk her from completely asleep to slightly awake. At any rate, Asharis, with your 14 plus perception proficiency bonus, uh, plus any other perception that you have, you notice that Blinky has stopped walking in front of the party, and the Blink dogs have fur, yes? I think so. I think so. The, f- his, the fur on Blinky's back has lifted up. Like his rock. Like bristling He's all bristling. of a sudden. And what do you do? I draw my sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is the response to this from everyone else? Asharis has suddenly drawn her sword. I draw my sword. <laughs> You're like, it happens so frequently. <laughs> Nobody seems to notice. <laughs> Maybe I will also attempt to uh, talk to Blinky and see if he will tell me what sort of danger is ahead. Okay. Since it's been a while since I've even cast a spell. All right. So you're going to burn a spell slot and talk to Blinky. I wonder what he's going to tell us. <laughs> tell us the, the word. I don't, I don't think you have to roll for it. I think you just do it. Blinky. <laughs> Mark, I tell it the word. Oh, right. Right. it's just a thing that happens. Well, that's good, because it was a terrible roll. <laughs> so, I don't know that Blinky gets a voice when Blinky talks to you. It's more like a mental conveyance, I think. Like, you can talk to them and they'll understand you, but they don't really talk back, I don't think. So, instead... Okay, look, when I talk to my dog, she talks back. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to tell you the impression that you get. Blinky is communicating to you that there's something big up ahead, but they can't see it yet, but they know it's there. Well, they can hear it. Really? So does he think it's dangerous? I mean, if the hackles are up, that means... Yes. You get... You get a definitive, yes, this is, it's, it's really scary. Right, epic battle ahead. Blinky wants to run away. No. Can we hear it breathing? This is where the music changes. <laughs> also, I don't know if it's canon, but Baldur's Gate, the animals definitely have a voice and definitely talk to you. So it's probably up to the DM if you want to give Blinky a voice. We've portrayed enough that we know what's going on. Even though we probably knew in the beginning, but Big does uh, tell us we probably need two swords for this one. <laughs> what are your swords' names? Oh, I haven't thought about that. You never named them. No. You gotta name your swords. Hmm. 
I'll have to think about that one. You can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> Slashy and stabby. That's <laughs> you over here, stabby. <laughs> um, okay, so then I shall tell the party that um, everyone, Blinky has told me that there is a large something that appears to Blinky to be dangerous up ahead. He cannot see it even with his extreme night vision in the dark. How dangerous are we talking? I don't know. He just says big. A big something is ahead in the dark. Did I hear Merlin say something about could you hear it breathing? Yes. Merlin, you focus your senses, your human senses, to try and hear because you can't see super good in the dark. Roll for me a perception check. Fifteen plus something. Four. Three. Well, that would be for intelligence. I know that you're not a wisdom-based caster, so probably it's the 15. Go for it. But with a 15, you hear a rattling sound, like bones clinking across the stones that you're working across, or that you're walking across. It's coming from up ahead. It's faint, but it's definitely in front of you. Clinky bones? And a moment later... You hear a panting, like a... A dog. Skeleton dog. Wait, wait, it's that three-headed Cerberus thing. Skeleton dog. Maybe it's just, like, a bunch of puppies. Oh, sure. Puppies. Big puppies? They're little puppies. It's okay. It's okay. It'll be okay. That my dog's scared of? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe your dog doesn't like puppies. I don't believe that to be the case. It'll be okay. It'll I've be got fine. my sword out. I'm ready. It'll be fine. <laughs> so. So do we span out? How do you all want to go about going forward? What do you want to do? You currently have your weapons drawn and... Only one of us does. Your magical light lantern is on. What do you want to do? Turn it off. I want to set out a hunting trap. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm going to try to capture it so that we can run away. That'll just make it more angry if it breaks out. Okay, then what if I throw it some food to distract? Go ahead. Don't you think that could be a good idea? Rations. Yeah, some, some, uh, let's see. We've got, um... I'll let you make up whatever kind of fancy food Jerky. you want, since this is technically non-canonical and a short adventure. You could have brought anything we wanted with you. Fabulous! Let's throw him a pizza. A pizza. <laughs> well, wait. Pizza does suggest it's very difficult to know, you know, what kind of pizza that everyone likes. Is there one that everyone likes? Pepperoni. You know that you can just throw out there and regardless of what kind of a beast it is it will like it pineapple that'd be cheese pizza pineapple pizza is one that everyone likes i don't know about that the beasts i'm talking about the beasts they like pineapple beasts pizza. like pineapple pizzas supposedly yeah i like pineapple i love my family yeah i like pineapple pizza too it's delicious <laughs> Okay, everyone in this group except for me likes a pineapple pizza. I don't like pineapple pizza. <laughs> How do you not like the pineapple pizza? Okay, wait, they're not going to get into this. <laughs> How dare you? 
It was a trap all along to distract you. We're trying to distract the beast, silly. All right, anyway. A pepperoni pizza. Just making me hungry. You have prepared a pizza as a distraction. What do you want to do? How do you want to go forward? How do you wish to proceed as a party? Now I look around for a sea turtle. What sea turtle? (laughs) No. Well, there are a lot of stone hexagons around, and there's some moss. And if you look really hard, there might be some mushrooms and maybe uh, some of those cave-dwelling crickets. I really need to be a summoner, okay? I need need to be able to summon the sea turtles whenever I want. Because what I plan to do is put the pizza on the back of the sea turtle and have him deliver it to the monster. That you don't know where it is. Well, he's going to just go in a direction and the thing is going to find him. Could sacrifice a sea turtle. Listen, if there's a sea, is there a pizza carrying sea turtle, I'm going to find it. I don't know about a monster. <laughs> this sea turtle is summoned. It's, it's clear. It's just a puff of smoke. It doesn't get eaten. Speaking of smoke, let's take this pizza and burn the edges a little bit and see which way the wind's blowing. Maybe it'll smell the pizza and want to come to us. I think it's dark. It's only dark if you if you turn the lantern off. Turn it off. What if we put the lantern on the back of the sea turtle? Oh, my God. How about it's we my... try yelling at it? <laughs> you can't do that. We don't want to disturb it, okay? Okay, what if we frisbee the pizza? <laughs> Oi! It's my staff. I can't turn, walk, give that away. All right, then I will be brave tonight, and I shall walk in the direction of the darkness, and hopefully the pizza's eating and not me. My mom, she turned into a bear, and then the bears decided to eat me, and now my, my, my siblings are bears, and everyone's bears, and there's a bunch of bears, and I'm just a human in a world of bears, and there's just bears everywhere. I don't have any idea what she's talking about. <laughs> Went went a little Scottish on the end of that one. Uh, it, it's a Meredith reference from Brave. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I missed that one. I thought you guys have seen like every Pixar oh, Disney. Over movie. my head. I don't even like Disney movies. <gasps> Lies. All right. I say that every time. <gasps> Asharis has prepared a pizza and told the remain the rest of the party to wait here. Asharis, what do you want to do? Now I can see in the dark. Yes. Of a certain distance. Yes. So obviously I'm going to keep, you know, on guard. And actually, you know, my spell lasts for a little while and I'm going to portray to Blinky that I want him to point when he knows which direction that the beast is. Okay. So we go out into the dark. Blinky starts pointing ahead and to the right. So maybe the rest of you should follow. All right, I'll follow. Me too. I mean, do you want me to get trapped out there alone and eaten? (laughs) At least if I'm eaten, you can run away. Well, in horror movies, they always split up, and we don't want to do that. Exactly. <laughs> How are we going forward? So the party ventures out. Everyone else is a distance behind me, but can still see me. Who has the best vision? Actually, it's probably uh, Corrin here, and, and then maybe you, and then Merlin at the back with his staff. I think we're tied. We're... Or does his staff help me see further? We're both what else? The staff would help you see further. All right, Merlin is behind me, but at a distance. So you are going forward with the lights on. Is that a bad idea? Yes. I only ask because you can't creep in a dark cave with a flashlight. I can hide in, in barely, you know. The flashlight is very visible. We're delivering a pizza. You want them to see you, don't you? 
tell me. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> the party progresses forward because I'm tired of this uncertainty. Creeping, trying to stay silent, but with the flashlight on, so that, with the, the torchlight on, so that you can see further down the cave. Everyone roll for me. Let's go with a luck check. Just give me flat oh, d20 what? rolls for everybody. Luck! Oh, God. I may have to use my plucky luck duck here. <laughs> Where did my dice go? I have no luck. I don't, I don't have any luck either. I got a seven. I got a two. You talk to me about no luck. <laughs> and... Ooh, Cormac, at 20. The roll that I roll, I rolled a two twice. I am very lucky, you see. Ghostslinger, what you get? She's getting dice. None of the rest of us have done very good. <laughs> What did, what did Ghost Slinger get? Also, Ghost Slinger, I'll go ahead and give you advantage on this roll because you are the sneakiest in the party. Oh, that's good. You need Thank it. God. <laughs> the worst luck of us all. And you don't trust anyone. Although you're very unlikely to be out front. We'll just do advantage and see what happens. What's your roll? 15. 15. 15? I think was, that was the sound that came out. <laughs> the original one was one. I had a two, so we were right there <laughs> on the luck. Ghostslinger, in a rare display of you caring about the party. That's not right. You don't get to control my actions. This I'm is a role play. Gonna, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say. Wait, this is a role play. You can't do that to me. Ghostslinger, I'm going to say that you steal Merlin's light and cover it up. Okay, that one actually makes sense. I'll do that one to save my own hide. <laughs> As Coram ahead of you with his very, very lucky nat 20, Whoa. holds up his hands and is like, you can't see me, I'm motioning. He holds up his hands and he's motioning, like, stop, 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 no, don't come this way. Frantically, but silently, trying to get everyone to stop. And Ghostslinger, being Ghostslinger, jumps on the light, covers it up in her cloak, just as a dog. With three heads, Cerberus comes barking and running after a bone that gets thrown into the corridor that you're in. Cerberus, uh, it snatches it up and runs back down on a hall, uh, an alcove, and disappears. It's a very sharp turn, and you would almost miss it if it wasn't for the fact that you're very lucky. And he has run back down it without noticing that you're in the hallway. We're going to need a lot more pizzas. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> we got to deliver the pizza. This dog is at least 15 foot tall. We got to deliver the pizza. <laughs> did, somebody, did somebody throw the bone or was it just he ran out and got a bone? Coram, you saw a bone fly out of the dark. Uh -huh. And then a giant dog with three heads chase after it, panting tongue, you know, very dog-like. They seem happy. Grab it up and then run it back into the dark. Was he a happy dog? He seemed like a very happy dog, just playing. Well, do we wish to investigate further the dog? Yeah, I do. We need a giant ball. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to creep around the corner and watch him a bit. Yes, very stealthily. Do we leave the light out? Yes. Marilyn, you're at disadvantage. I'll need you to roll two d20s and tell me the lower. The rest of the party <sighs> approaches the corner of this alcove where the dog appeared from. Eight and 11. Okay, that's not terrible. With some help from your friends who can see in the dark, you and everyone else make it 
to the, the, the corner where the dog appeared from, and you are greeted by a very unusual sight. A huge dog, kind of in this dimly lit blue room, is playing with three skeletons. And by playing, I mean he's tearing them apart, and when the bones explode off of them, he goes to get the bone and brings it back, and then the skeleton reassembles. Oh, wow. Oh. If they were alive, it would be like an animal playing with its food, but instead he's just playing with these skeletons that are already dead. Yeah, Skeletor has arrived on scene. <laughs> it's not horrifying because they're just skeletons, but if they were people, it would be a lot, it, it would be awful. Like, it, you're seeing snarling teeth, dripping jaws, huge fangs. And he's just like, with a swat of his paw, he'll just explode a skeleton against the wall. That's the dog. And the skeletons are like the size of us? That's yes. the dog. Mm. Oh, also, one of them is holding the torch to illuminate the scene for the skeletons. Because they can't see in the dark either. They would just be bumbling around. That's the dog. So wait, they're like skeletons that are... Like, dead alive skeletons? Like, these are moving skeletons? Yes, they are moving skeletons. Do they seem like they're having fun? Mmm, not the ones that get exploded. You can't tell if a skeleton is smiling or not. <laughs> you can see the kind of, like, as they flail their arms before they get exploded by the dog. Are they chasing them down, or are they running mm. for it? Uh, yes. He is chasing them down quotation marks, killing them. Oh god, he's eating them! And then, <laughs> yeah. when they explode apart, he goes to get the bones and brings it back so that they reanimate and he can do it all over again. He's playing with toys, but forever. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I don't particularly want to be a toy. Yeah, I don't know that that's a good pet idea. Pet the dog! So it, Ghostslinger, roll to pet the dog. Is there any other direction to go? Oh, yeah. You analyze the situation because of the sharpness of the corner and the fact that the dog is distractedly playing with the skeletons in this particular area. You could probably get past him without him noticing, especially since he was distracted enough that he didn't notice you when he almost ran into Corum. Mm, okay. Which way is the wind blowing? The air moving. He could smell us if he's a real dog. Well, he's a three-headed dog. So he's got six noses. <laughs> so the air is blowing up the cave, out. He won't smell you until you're past. But you, being now at the edge of this little alcove, can smell the scent of brimstone heavy in the air. It might mask your scent. Cool. Let's continue on. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, you just leave, I guess. Everyone be at the ready, but we shall quietly sneak by. Or is it bravely? I shall bravely sneak by <laughs> and avoid the battle. I bravely ran away. I need everyone to roll stealth checks. Merlin, you're a disadvantage because you're blind. Oh, gosh. Pretty much. Just one roll? Two d20s, give me the lower. I have no idea what that number is. Oh, it's a four. Fifteen! I also got a fifteen. Eighteen. Wait, we're rolling something? We're rolling! What are we rolling for? What's Stealthily. Stealth. I think you get advantage. Oh, then I just win. Why do I have to roll? Oh, and I have stealth too. <laughs> Literally, why do I have to roll? Yeah, don't forget to add all your numbers. Having stealth doesn't give you advantage. I think she gets advantage because she's a rogue. What? Having stealth gives you your proficiency bonus. 
Yes, it gives you your proficiency bonus if you have stealth bubbled in. 18. It literally doesn't matter. I am stealth. I have 21. Are you 18 total, Ghostslinger? And did you roll it twice? No, not total. I don't need to roll it twice. I think 18's good enough. Yes, you do. You need every bit of stealth you can have. It's we not going to be any better. We may have to stealth Merlin out. <laughs> See, it's not any better. It's an eight now. <laughs> okay, so we keep the 18. Add all your stuff to it. Is it good enough to offset Merlin's four? Probably. That's what you got to know. I mean, if it's times two, which would mean like eight. Is it times two? I don't remember. Something, it's bubbled. I think it's like six at that point. Oh, because you're a rogue. If you bubbled it and circled it, you get it twice for your proficiency. It's something. It's a big number. It's like... <laughs> you are so hard to play D&D with. I need to know what the numbers are. Yes. I don't even know what the numbers are. Uh, add seven to it. Add seven? Okay, we're going to add... Isn't that right? Because there's... You add that it's bubbled and circled? I don't understand it anymore. If it's bubbled and circled, you add proficiency twice. Six. It's a rogue thing. Okay, so we're adding six. So 18 plus six, yep. Okay. What's her actual stealth number, or her dexterity number? Four. four. You missed the four. Okay, so we're adding ten. No, oh. we're adding ten. Well, do I get to add my dexterity? Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay, so... I got 26, then. I got a 26, and a 28, and a 15? Uh, yes, yeah, 15. And a 4. Oh, no. Ghostslinger, Asharis. Merlin thinks he's walking through the dark, but in actuality, you have lifted him off the floor. Genius! <laughs> and you are carrying him. We have him. levitated him on sea turtles. <laughs> yes, yes, you, are, you have levitated him in the darkness as you make your way past the chamber where... Cerberus is terrorizing the skeletons of fallen terrible people mm. who are being punished in Hades as having to play with him for all eternity. I don't know, playing with a dog for all eternity, even if you're getting blowed up, kind of sounds, you know, maybe fun. Yeah, it's not a bad... <laughs> not a bad way to go, I guess, of, of the things. <laughs> you can't chew on your bones because you go back together. This is where, like, the jaywalkers go. <laughs> <laughs> Unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> you continue down the hall on the far side from the alcove where Cerberus was to try and minimize the chance of your scent drifting into his play area so that he doesn't notice that you're there. Good idea. Making your way to the blue light ahead, you can see that there is a structure in a large chamber now. It has huge columns seemingly hewn from those hexagonal things going up. There are gaps between them, and at the top, there is a skull-like structure, but it's not like a human skull. It's more like organically formed than a human skull. It kind of has some pointed teeth-like things, and maybe it's a little bit of an avian skull, but it definitely has the look of a skull, as inside of it, there is a source of blue light that is illuminating giant eye holes that look out over the entire chamber that you are approaching from. You can see, inside those columns, there is a stairway that loops up towards the structure lifted aloft these pillars. Okay. Scary pillars. So Merlin can see now? No, he can't see. He could never see. We tore his eyes out. 
Merlin can see the thing in front of you, and the area is lit with dim blue light now. It's not as easy to traverse as if it was actually lit up like daytime, but it is not completely dark like it was when he turned or when Ghost Slinger snuffed out his staff. So giant bird skull in this room. Seemingly, it is a castle. Whoa, big bird castle, big bird. You have an epic bird battle. <laughs> Straight up Wind Waker. So then, it's a big cavern, you said? Yes. A big open? Yep. Are there multiple exits? There appear to be several large black openings around the cavern. Seemingly, other ways into Hades, or I suppose... Out of Hades? Okay, so we have to choose a direction? We don't have a map. Merlin, roll a intelligence check. You will get plus four, plus three. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Merlin, you recognize this structure. You've read about it. This is Hades Skull Castle at the center of Hades. (laughs) From this place radiating out are all the different ways to get into Hades. Several lead to deeper levels of Hades. But this is definitely where the potion that you are after would be kept. This is where Hades sits upon his throne in the underworld. I almost forgot our whole quest. We're after the potion. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. All right. So, Merlin, are you going to tell us that stuff? Yes, I read this in the books that I've got. And this is the center of the, underneath the Hades. And uh, we're probably going to find the potion in, in this area. So do we want to split up and open doors now, or should we look together in case there's obstacles? I mean, we are literally in heck, so I... Yeah, see, he gets it. I assume. So we should stick together. (laughs) It makes sense to me. Don't you know you never split the party? I know, but everybody seems to do it. Split up and look for the party. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> the party proceeds forward across the large chamber towards the columns at the base of the tower castle that Hades has built his throne inside. To the first door on the right. As you get cro- close, as you get close, croaked. <laughs> as you get close, oh, no. that's a bad sign. As you get close to the stairs within the pillars, you hear moaning, not like undead moaning. More like complaining. A whinger. Echoing, echoing around the chamber above you. Whinging. Whinger. Oh no! What are we going to do? Hades isn't here. Well, we've got to stall him. They can't know that. We've got to keep him out. He'll kill us. Coming down the stairs above you, you see two demi-demons. Pain and panic. Very good. And they says, who are you? Why are you here? Do you know where you are? You're not supposed to be alive. Mm. Mm. Hey, Ed. He worked for them, so we shouldn't tell them anything. Um, So we have to make up an excuse. Where do you keep the gold? (laughs) We're looking for an excuse, not not asking about where the gold is. (laughs) Oh, gold, you say? Yes, there's plenty of gold. Right back that way. Yes, go go back to the to the river of you know souls that you came across looking for gold. It's full of gold. Just jump right on in there, and you'll have all the gold you could want. I am not interested in such things. I myself am from the official potion inspector's office. 
We are here for the annual inspection, and you shall show us to the potion rooms immediately. The two of them look at each other, and they, they like, huddle up, and there's, there's some frantic whispering. Do they know how to climb a ladder? Can't be! We just had our potions inspected! You, you're obviously here for something else, and, and, and you'll just have to wait, if you'll just wait right here for, um, mm, uh, uh, an eternity! I, I'm Hades will see you shortly. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll show them. They'll, they'll never, they'll never figure out that he's not here. <laughs> I think they're lying. <laughs> I think they're stupid. Well, since they didn't fall for my trick, should we just walk past them? Or yeah, just straight <laughs> walk past them. Well, if you should not show me to the potion rooms yourself to, for my annual audit, obviously your potion inspection was not properly done. I was. I have to bid good day to you. Uh, roll me a strength check as panic grabs onto you and says, "No, no, no! You can't go in. Hades is in a mood. He'll kill us." I don't have much strength, everyone. <laughs> but I shall attempt to be the paladin of the party. <laughs> and I rolled a net twenty. Oh! You kick his teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. He's meebly feebly grabbed onto you and you know like a a, a two-year-old grabbed onto your leg you're just easily able to walk with him like he's not even there and uh pain will try to grab onto ghost slinger who's following after you ghost slinger roll me a uh, a strength check with advantage as a pan uh, as pain transforms into a serpent and hisses really loud at you you, you, do, you don't you don't feel intimidated by by his display, considering how weak and feeble Panic has been. I don't like snakes. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> Eighteen. Yeah, you you just you just march right past him. You don't even care. You try being a minion for the Lord of the Underworld. He's gonna kill us for this, you know. Good riddance. I don't know that he can kill you. It really hurts, though. <laughs> Merlin. Yes. The snake shape that Pain has taken, he uh, tries to wrap around your head so that you can't see. Roll me, I don't know, roll me something. Roll me a dexterity check to get him off. 16. All right, even with your negative one, you still just plop him to the ground. <laughs> and he, he, he turns into mush and then reforms into a, his demi-demon form. He says, he's, he's, he's like hitting at your staff as you're walking up the stairs. I told you, if you just show us to what we need to see, we will be out of here faster. You, you just wait. The, they'll get you up there, you know. There's, there's hags. There's hags up there. They'll get you. And, and they're, they're too scared to go past the step that they're on. And they just kind of, you hear them start muttering to themselves. Well, what if, what if when he comes back, they're already gone? Maybe he won't notice that they were here. Great, now we have to deal with hags. As you continue up the stairs, it's a long way, there's a lot of stairs, you see the throne room of Hades' castle. Yes, you see the throne room of Hades' castle, and inside it, there is a large circular table made of stone with lots of little sculptures of the gods, and Hades' minions are laid out in an arrayed formation. They've, he's obviously been planning something. But your eyes are drawn to three figures that are in the room. It seems as if Pain and Panic weren't lying. 
There are hags in here. It's the witches. Bruh. And they say, as, as you step into the room, the fates say, You have arrived precisely on time, while Hades is late. Consider it, yes, but be quick with your feet, or tempt your fate. Oh no. The eye that the hags share between them transforms into a glowing orb and contains a vision within. The orb shows you Hades' blue flame quickly making his way through the passages of the underworld. He's on the boat with Sharon now. Oh no, he's close behind. They point to Pain and Panic, who are crouched down at the door. You didn't see them follow you up. Coming this way is their master. The artifact will not aid you. It leads to disaster. The vision in the orb shows you running down a tunnel into a huge chamber below. Below is the only path that leads to safety. Seek it you must. One of them points to an opening going down just at the edge of the room. As all adventurers do, you must put your faith in trust. The spinning orb of their eye dims for a moment, and just as you're looking to leave, it blazes back to life. Wait, wait! Before you go, there is yet one more vision we must show. The vision in the orb shows blood-soaked ground scattered about trees as tall as buildings, a face made of smoke hanging menacingly in the sky over a field of black and gray-scorched earth, ranks of skeletons archers, marching through fields of flowers, being trampled under crusty boots. There is danger in your future, not a god, but someone who rivals their power. Evil machinations, almost complete, aim to turn your world sour. Inside the floating orb is a vision projected before you all. It starts with a figure in ninja garb, knelt before a huge shadow presence. You see a line of skeletons moving dwarven gems through a mine, not up, but down, they pass through a portal into a different plane and carry them across an ashen field towards a blackness in the distance. Next, you see a great pile of gems in the center of a large spell circle. First, there are four floating items around in the air above the pile. A ring, an amulet, and a bracelet. One by one, the items fizzle into dust and the great shadow growls with anger and strikes the ninja who quickly heads out of the room. Components are gathered for a great spell. The darkness is spreading. Ne'er do well. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so they told us the way to go to get out of here, but said we're going to encounter some bad news and some, and some bad guys. Merlin, roll a intelligence check for me. If I had a sword, I would draw it. <laughs> I'm prepared. 19, I'm smart today. You were very smart today. Plus 7, 26. You get the feeling that this premonition that they've shown you doesn't have anything to do with your current quest into the underworld. It's almost as if it has something to do with an alternate timeline. Weren't we here before? Didn't we go into a cave where we lost skeletons and... Had a mine, and there was all kinds of digging going on, and we were trying to steal their stuff. That is exactly what you 
remember. You remember fighting a bunch of skeletons that were going through a portal deep in the Underdark below Aberdeen. This vision has shown you where they were going and who they were working for. Seemingly, there are dark forces that have been gathering all of these components for a great spell that will spell disaster. Disaster for who? A ring, an amulet, and a bracelet. One by one, they fizzled into dust. Those are all the items that... The horcruxes. Yes. We can't use that. They are all the items that you've had destroyed. The amulets. <laughs> what is... Oh, we did destroy them. What is What is the, the lich thing? They're, uh, they're like a lich phylactery, maybe. Which, you know, means horcrux. You can't say that. <laughs> what, you can't say phylactery, but you can say horcrux? Yeah, yeah. This is, is the same complexity. <laughs> can't say roads. Rouds. That's, that's a hard word. Rouds. <laughs> Roads. <laughs> but, Merlin... You also realize with how far away the river was and how fast Hades was moving, you need to get on the move or he'll catch up to you. And you'd rather not be caught by Hades in his throne room talking to the fates that he is obviously late to meet. Okay, so did they tell us where to get the potion? They pointed to a door and said that you'll have to put your faith in trust. Great. To the door! We're going to need a portal to get out of here. <laughs> Ghost Slinger says, okay. <laughs> All right. Running through the portal to the door. Does anybody say anything to the fates? You have our blessings. <laughs> Thank you, beautiful ladies. Running out the door that the fates had pointed to. You are in a chamber that is, the columns are now skeletons holding up the roof. It spirals down, down, back almost to where you came in, you, you feel, by the number of steps that you have had to take. Uh, it's comparable to having to climb up to the top of the castle. But now you're running down to the bottom of the castle on the inside. Before you, you see a column of air rushing upwards, seemingly spirits being drawn up out of the underworld, encompassing the elixir floating within this column. It is glowing a bright pink-orange. Does that sound like the potion? Probably. Yeah. How would we know this potion? We wouldn't. Then how will we know to get it? We won't. (sighs) Not wrong. Ghost Linger is helpful today. So it's like a, a, a goo that the, the, they're being suspended in? Yeah. Like suspended animation? Hmm. Well, they're not alive anymore. And what were we supposed to be collecting? Just the potion? It doesn't. They didn't say take all of it or... Well, we can at least get a sample. Is there any like... Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Grab a sample and keep running. <laughs> well, we can't carry it all. There's a whole column full of it here. Pink and orange. But don't touch it. Scoop it up with a glass jar. Okay, so who's going to reach into the floating column of spirits that is holding this elixir aloft within it? Ghostinger will do it. She's a, she doesn't afraid of anything. No, I won't. <laughs> Approaching the column of spirits, 
you hear above you the distinct roar of an angry deity. Hades is coming. I think I'd rather not. Okay, so I'm going to get a, a glove on and, and grab the thing and try to scoop some up and stop it. So you're going to reach in and grab it. Carefully not to touch it. Not not to touch. Uh, mm. Reaching in to grab the vial that it's in. Oh, it's in a vial? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's already prepared. Yeah, it's, it's a little elixir vial with a little stopper in the top. All right, then I grab it. I thought there was some danger here. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You don't know. Those spirits. There is no danger here. <laughs> Those spirity type things are kind of spirity. Who knows what they're going to do? Roll a d20 for me. Being bold today. <laughs> bold today, people. Just reach in, grab it, and go. Hades is coming. Uh, 16. Fuck, champ. You see a brief flash of a little old lady in a bed with her husband at her side. And you see a, a farmer in his field looking out over a sunset. And you see a priest at the head of a congregation. All of them very old. And that's it. As your hand swipes through and grabs the potion. You're now holding the vial with the potion outside the column of ghosts going up. So would that suggest to me that that's the right potion? I guess it doesn't matter. We gotta get the heck out of here. Just get everything you see. It's not that hard. Just steal everything? That's your job. <laughs> I don't feel like it. <laughs> the one thing I could count on you ghosts like are kind of hot. Kind of hot? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ghostlinger is obviously a cool weathered person. This hot tropical sauna is not doing anything for her <laughs> demeanor. <laughs> All right, so I grabbed the potion. I'm going to put it in the bag of holding. You hear another shout from Angry Hades above you. Obviously, he's getting his production from the fates, and he does not like what he is hearing. So... There was another path as you came down the stairs. Does it say is there a door? It seems <laughs> to be your only way out without going back up into the throne room where Hades is probably talking to the fates. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Rushing back that way, you round the corner, dive down another, t uh, another chamber, through another hallway, down another tunnel, and find yourself on some stairs. They go up. And they go down. Up and then down. Yes. Oh, wait. There's two options. Up or down. Above you, you can hear Hades making a bunch of racket. Why do you want to go up? Are you crazy, Ghostlinger? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I mean, down. Well, of course, wait a minute. If we go down and we end up at the boat guy, we don't have money. We don't have any money. What are we going to do here? I don't have any ideas. I feel like it has been me having to come up with all the ideas, people. You can give them something else. Normal coins, like normal people. Normal coins? Like we have regular monies? We have gold. I think there are certain, you know, special coins. Um, up or down, up or down. Well, down is to the river, and up is... Okay, wait. This is a crazy idea, so it just might work. If. I feel like all of my ideas have been crazy tonight. Sea turtles. Exactly. Oh my god. It's not sea turtles this time. Okay, what if we we prepare a drink, an offering of peace to Hades, and we shall pour a little bit of the elixir in it and mix it up and give it to him. 
then in our epic battle, we might actually stand a chance. Are, are you proposing you turn Hades mortal and then fight him? I don't know what else to do here. <laughs> no one else is coming up with ideas. Corum, <laughs> what does your wisdom say about turning Hades mortal and trying to punch him in the face? Uh, it says punching a god in the face <laughs> is definitely on my bucket list, but I feel like today is not the day. <laughs> And there's no other way out other than back over the room. No, there's there's upstairs, which seemingly lead back up into the throne chamber, and down the stairs that lead out and back towards the river that you can cross to go home. Well, let's go that way, and then just kind of figure it out. All right, let's go down. We'll we'll do what you know what we can do. What does your wisdom say about crossing the river Styx? Has anyone ever mentioned needing passage funds to pass out of Hades, or only to get into Hades? <laughs> If not, then everyone would be just getting out, wouldn't they? The dead leave, do they? I mean, we could just be like, hey, we're alive. We made a mistake. Can we, like, get back in line? <laughs> we're going to talk our way out of it. All right, let's yeah, go. Let's talk to him. The party <laughs> runs down the stairs with, and as you leave the, uh, the, 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 base, the stairs at the base of the castle, you see blue, f- orange flame shoot out above you. The entire chamber is brightly lit for a moment as Hades shouts one great last shout about Hercules! 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 Hercules Mulligan, a Taylor spy of the British government. Why is he yelling about Hercules? And then you proceed back towards the chamber that you came through to get into Hades. Okay, now remember, the dog's still out there, guys. Don't turn on your lights. All right. Gonna need... Gotta be quiet. ...to sneak past the dog. I'm gonna need one more stealth check, and Merlin still can't see, so he is at disadvantage. You can hear the dog (laughs) barking and playing with the bones, but then Hades yells, and you hear a whimper. Now, in my back pocket, I'm also gonna have prepared a ball, a giant ball. That's the backup plan. You have a giant ball with you in your back pocket. Yes. 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 Okay. Apparently, I rolled a six. It's cannon. You can't fight it. I, I prefer. I prefer the pizza. The pizza is still prepared in the bag of holding. You can. You can discus the freezer. The the freezer. You can discus the pizza. It's true. I got the pizza then on the back burner. We have to deliver the pizza. All right, everybody, roll me a stealth check. I rolled a sixteen. Do I get two rolls? Yes. Ooh, I got me uh, a oh, two, but I have plus five, so a seven. And thirteen. Seventeen plus, like, ten. I have sixteen total. <laughs> Not as good. Seven. Everyone makes it past, but then poor Corum trips on one of the hexagons. <laughs> and for a moment, <laughs> you hear a sniff and some pawing in the darkness, but Corum quickly catches up to you. And it doesn't seem as if Cerberus is in any mood to chase after you with Hades yelling and shouting down the hallway. Mm. Excellent. Ahead of you, you can see a green glowing river and a ferryman who is still on this side of the river from Hades Crossing. Let's go talk to him. I've forgotten his name. Thios? Stannis? Put your sword behind your back. Strayer? Man. Excuse me, sir. We have made a mistake. As you can see, we are alive. And not meant to be on this side of the river. 
Without saying anything, standing at his boat with one leg in and the other leg on the shore, he motions for you to climb aboard. Wow, Just that actually easy. worked. Okay, get in the boat, everyone. And he starts slowly punting across the river. And you can hear behind you the greatest shout you've heard yet. The entire hallway that you came up through, all the hexagon tiles, are illuminated with a bright orange light. You can only surmise that Hades has found out about your heist. Uh-oh. And Sharon just keeps slowly paddling across the river. Slowly, oh, so slowly. You're crossing over the pile of coins underneath the boat. Ghost Slinger, just so close. You could reach out and grab one if you wanted. It's just right there. No. Don't touch those cards. Gold beyond your wildest dreams. Money from faraway places. It's inimaginably valuable. I don't think I will. <laughs> Can't even tempt Ghostlinger. That's great. <laughs> keeps, keeps right on paddling across the boat. And before you know it, it feels like an eternity. But the boat comes ashore on the other side. And you can hear behind you a... As Hades is rampaging up the hallway after you. <sighs> is it? How can we convince him to stay on this side so he won't go back and get Hades? Can Hades leave whenever he wants? He has to cross the river just like everybody else, I think. But what do I know? I'm just the dungeon master. Hmm. Is it called punting? Pardon? Is it called punting? Yes, he is punting. Interesting. I've never heard the word before. Not for a boat paddler. European thing. Must be. <laughs> So we're across the river again. We're, are we safe? I'm sure. Well, I'm trying to figure out how we can get the, the guy to stay on this side for a bit. Let's sink the boat. Yeah, I don't think we want to do that. <laughs> well, we can drag it up on shore. What if we give him the pizza? Maybe he'll eat it. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to sit down and eat his pizza. Wait. Yeah, I can his pizza. No, give the boat paddler the pizza. Let him eat it. Nah, give Hades the pizza. Tiffy, roll a d20. Six. Sharon just shakes his head from side to side. Skull. Actually, no, you can't even see a skull. Uh, it's just a black opening on the, uh, the robes that he's wearing. It just goes from side to side slowly. He says no. Of course, he has a hoodie on. Give him the pizza anyways. <laughs> Give him the pizza anyways. He turns to start leaving. Are you giving him the pizza anyways? Yes. He set the pizza in the boat on the seat. <laughs> and he, he, what if we put some glue in there for Hades? He turns and starts to punt the boat off the shore and head back across the other way. Run! Would, and Deshara starts running! Why would he go back to the other side? Time to run. Because he's uh, the Hades is his boss, I think. I didn't hear him call. Oh, he's screaming over there. He's not saying, hey, boatmaster, come here. <laughs> I mean, if you rule your fortress with an iron grip and all your people are eternally forced into servitude at your disposal, I'm pretty sure they'd get used to when they're wanted because otherwise they get thrown into the pit of despair. But again, I'm just the dungeon master. Or played with by the Cerberus dog. <laughs> oh yeah, let Cerberus tear him apart for a few millennia. As slow as he goes, paddling across, hunting across, let's run and get the heck out of here. We got a few minutes head start. Yes. Running, 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 back up the passage, through the way, past the, the treasure chest beast, 
uh, who who says, oh, look at that, you're still alive, and you keep going, and you keep going, and all of a sudden you hear ahead of you, water, water, there's a waterfall ahead, you're almost oh no, there, slow down. you can see light coming. Slow down. We're going to die. All those things are on the other side. You burst out the waterfall into the pond at the bottom of it, where you see there are some things still alive, there's some harpies, and a... Uh, cent- uh, cent- centaur? Mm. That is very surprised to see you. Running! Still running! We're walking on water. Are they chasing Yay. us? Uh, a centaur was very shocked to see you come bursting out of the waterfall still alive. Uh, he seems very nervous to hear Hades screaming up the hall after you, and he takes off running the other direction. Woo-hoo. He don't want to be around for that. That That's a bad day. He'd rather pre- pretend to be dead, because that way, you know... Hades won't won't think that he failed. He had to die. <laughs> He'd rather die than fail. Mm. And you make it into the woods ahead. You juke to the left, juke to the right. And all of a sudden, in front of you, uh, there is a floating blue guy with some sandals with wings on. Give him the potion. Hey, cool cats, you survived. Nice, great job. Did you get what we was after? Yes. Yes, but now we have a Hades chasing us. <laughs> Let's move fast. What do we do? Continue on. You hand in the potion? Oh, well, I don't know. That sounds more like a you problem than me. Good luck. Bye. Seriously? He flies up into the sky. He doesn't want the potion? Bruh. No, he took it. Oh, lordy mercy. Okay, that's not right. I thought the good guys would be on our side. Instead, he's sacrificing us to Hades for his own financial gains. That doesn't seem right at all. That's not how this movie ends. That's how the movie ends. That's how we go out. That's how we die. <laughs> Blowed up by Haiti. It it fades to black, and we find out that that's how the party died. Hades catches up to them. <laughs> <laughs> the fates cut their thread. <laughs> no, you've escaped. You got out. Oh. You've delivered the thing to, to, to Hermes and, and Hades doesn't know where you want went or who you are or why you were there, only that the thing is now gone, but he has no idea who did it because nobody saw you. Except for pain and panic, he'll torture them to death. Except for pain <laughs> and panic and the centaur saw you and the harpy saw you mm-hmm. or the dog. Yeah, that's the, the elf, the guy and the riddle and the... They'll never, they'll never figure out who did it. The fates... <laughs> know exactly who we are. No one saw you except for everyone that saw you. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. It was a perfect Ocean's 14. <laughs> Ocean's 14. Good, a good crime. You've solved my my terribly thought out how to steal a potion from uh, the underworld problem. Well done, everyone. I'm very proud of you. Genius, genius. Hmm. That was good. I don't like just running away from the monster, so okay. We never did this in the video game. I don't like it, Jessica. Well, we're just we run past all the monsters just to battle the big monsters. I want to battle all the monsters. You so wanted to peacefully get away from the monster in the first week. I figured that you wanted to sneakily sneak this week. <sighs> Only because we would be dead. <laughs> you probably could have fought the 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 Cerberus. The Cerberus? I, Could we have tamed the Cerberus? I did make... Oh, heck no. <laughs> Should have asked that question. Uh, I did I did make a Cerberus monster. You could have fought him. You want to know what his stats are? They're impressive. Let me click. Uh, let's see. 
He has 16 D10 plus 80 hit points, a strength of 24. Whoa. Uh, he's resistant to basically everything. Oh, gosh. Oh, he can't be frightened. But I'm very scary. <laughs> oh, and if he's looking for you, which is a good thing he wasn't, he can pinpoint the location of any soul within 30 feet of him. Whoa. So you best stay away from three-headed dogs for a while, or you'll get caught. Dang. He gets multi-attack, fire ray, and fire breath as his weapons. Hmm. Does he shoot fire out of all three males? Uh, I think each one of them gets a different one. One of them would get fire ray, another one would get fire breath. Oh. And the other one bites. So he hits three things at once with different attacks. Jeez. Yeah, multi-attack. All right, I guess it's- It makes as many bites attack as it has heads. Three. Hydra type B. Mm. Then I guess we should have run away, so we did the right thing, but I don't like it. I need the experience, the power-ups, the, the items dropped. Oh, everyone add 600 XP for going through three weeks of um, non-canonical Dungeons & Dragons. I think you still get experience for avoiding a situation you're successful. You do? Yeah. Wow. Sometimes even more if you use a bunch of skills and stuff. And I found a magical item which allows me to cast... You know, pizza. Summon items. It allows you to summon pizza. Pizza. Now, we need to be able to summon animals. Are we starting over with our count? Or are we adding the 600 to the 580? Wait, what? What Are we Are we adding the 600 to what? Tiffy, what's your experience at now? Uh, 37, 680 plus 600. Okay. But doesn't everyone have less than me? They're one level back. Oh, no. Jessica, what's your experience at? I haven't been counting <laughs> for many, many weeks now. Oh, Tiffy, your extra level is going to mess everything up. Everyone gets an extra level. Well, Dad said his ended in 580. He was just 100 off. Yep, 580 is what it was. Dad, what's your experience at? 580. It's got to be more than 580. You are a level one adventurer with 580 experience points. It's amazing you survived. <laughs> 1,345. All right. Everyone put down on your character sheet that you are now the same level as Tiffany. Are we? Hey, that's not fair. <laughs> they weren't far away from you, I don't think. I think they did end up the same level as you. They were only a few hundred experience points back, if I remember. They were a whole level behind. No. I don't think so. I thought that they leveled shortly after you. Mom, I I really have not been counting since... She gained a level, didn't she, from the net 20s? She did, but she did it right before... Months, so I... Maybe it was right after they just leveled. I don't remember. So she should be one whole level ahead of where they are. Yes, and now she's being punished because she was the only one keeping track of experience. Yeah. Everyone is the same level. Why would you punish your sister? <laughs> For doing what I was right. <laughs> because I can't have, I can't keep track of all their experiences. She was doing it and now she's not. So she's being punished. Everyone's <laughs> the same level again. Congratulations. You're all level eight. Eight. Woo! Unless 38,000 is nine. Nope. 38,000 is just into level 8 by about 
5,000. Jeez, I did what I was supposed to do. Tippy, what is your experience at? And the rest of them didn't. I have it. Don't panic. 38 to 80. All right, everybody, write down 38 to 80. And I will update my adventuring guide to say that we are all level 8. And I will deal with the consequences of this terrible decision <laughs> later. That's a problem for future Dungeon Master. All right. Still, the chances of that happening are 1 in 36,000 or some such. Level 8, Ghost Slinger. Hi. Yeah, I have not been counting for a really long time. Yeah, she still has uh, 24,000 on her sheet. <laughs> well, how are you ever going to level, little girl? I struggle with numbers, and I she just takes the pen, and then I just don't copy it. All right. Well, if I am good, which I haven't been lately, I came to visit you instead of editing the podcast. But if I am good, I will get another couple of these edited. I'll be mad at myself for not having a better ending planned here. But um, if I'm good, these should come out probably by the end of the month. What? Shouldn't Zeus come down and say, thank you so much. I appreciate your kindness. And here is a a uh, special... Million dollars. A special item... A special item that lets you summon critters. Exactly what should happen. <laughs> Alright. We shall now be the Final Fantasy Sumner. And my blue dog will be a wolf. Oh, oh, I know, I know. As Hermes flies away, all of your faces go back to normal, and now you look like yourselves. The whole time you were down there, you looked like trees. Ah, so nobody did see us. What? That's excellent. Why did he let trees cross? We had the money. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you rather look like? I thought trees would be funny because Ghost Slinger looked like a tree that one time. Uh, Sure. So you say the end at the end of the... I mean, Zeus should at least help us out with some money or something. Here is an emblem from my son, Hercules. Well, so it's a non-canonical. Technically, you all got 43,000 gold each, but it can't transfer back in time to your current characters. So that's money that only your future characters have. Ah, So we'll bury it in the ground, leave a note to myself. (laughs) In In case you ever figure out how to travel forward in time, you'll be able to find it. Are we in the future? Well, at some point, I shall reach the future timeline, or am I going to be dead? I mean, I live a long time. How far in the future are we? I mean, technically, you're in the future time right now, because you just did it. This is too confusing. I'm gone. But you won't be in the future time when you go back to the past to play in the other game, because this is non-canonical. But how far in the future am I? Far. An undisclosed amount of future past. I mean, in like 300 years, I could find the money. (laughs) That is true. But current you has the money. So it's time for a drinking binge, buddy, on monies we have right now. Live for the future, or the present. So current you (laughs) could spend the money. Drinks all round! But past (laughs) you, from regular D&D Tonight episodes, doesn't have the money. So someday in the future, we could have lots of money, but instead we'll just spend it now. (laughs) Successful heist. Time to go to the pub. (laughs) Our old old bodies had only 300 in gold. 
What's it? What if I buy a house for my brothers, sisters, cousins, children's now, children's children's? <laughs> to the pub. Well, I just want it to be something for somebody. <laughs> you can do all of the things with this forty-eight thousand or whatever I said gold pieces that you were awarded by the deities. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna go and see what sort of stocks are happening right now, <laughs> so that I can go back and buy. <laughs> but you can't transport it backwards in time, so you can't write it down on your character sheet. <laughs> Just make it bitcoins, and then you can forget the password. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what bitcoin will be worth. <laughs> and thus concludes the epic adventure of Future Past. I'm sorry for the delay in getting this episode out, but I've been quite busy moving house across the country. It may take me a while to get another few going, but I can't wait to release the next season of D&D Tonight. We'll see y'all then.